dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You know what it is. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. 36 of these bad boys. 36. The bus. The bus. Jerome Battis. Boo that man. I'm lacking y'all. I'm lacking y'all. I'm lacking y'all. I'm lacking y'all. I'm y'all. Bengals fans is back in like 2007 right now. Things was looking good, but then boom. Booyah. Rebuild. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. How was your weekend? Lazy Saturday, sir. Work. Now, you know this from being a DJ, man. Being in the clubs constantly. So it was a stretch where I was uh, working the clubs for the station um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Basically, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday since mid-September. Damn. Yeah. So this is was my first Saturday not at the club. Only thing I had to do yesterday, I came in early, uh, was on the air from 10 to 2, and after that, I was chilling. I chilled the rest of the day, watched some good college football. So, not to be in that environment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when you at the club, especially now, it's like, it's it's it's, it's the club, but it's still work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not hard work, but nonetheless, it's work. You still oh, have to. I know. You have to to get up. You have to get out the house. You have to, you know what I'm saying, turn up a little bit, meet and greet with the people, do what you do, everything like that. But to literally get off work at 2 o'clock, get home at 2.30, have some pizza and beer for the rest of the day, (laughs) sit on the couch, wrapped up in an Ohio State blanket, (laughs) and just veg out on football. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that, man. I had just just the opposite. (laughs) I was running around. Matter of fact, I heard you on the air talking about load up, meet me at the station. We're going to the Trotwood game. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. We're going to talk about that, too. We're going to talk yeah, about like, that, too. I'm like, hold on. No, I didn't go. Yeah. I wanted to, but I was like, mm. Oh, man, I so wanted You know, that's my school. I wanted to go bad, man, but work had to be done. Money needed to be made. It's, they they, they could have used season. you out there, boss. Oh, man, I saw the first half on TV thanks to the wife having me extremely late. <laughs> um, planned on getting there about four thirty, and we didn't. Man, she had to run the kids to where they was going, and then forgot the diaper bag. Uh. Come back, diaper bag. Go back. So no, come back. We all got ready. Then we had to go take the diaper bag back. So I got to this gig an hour after I was supposed to get there to set up. So I only had forty five minutes to get set up. Uh. So I'm like lugging all these speakers in and, you know, working. Mm-hmm. I get it done with like 10 minutes to spare, sweating, like, okay, now I'm awake now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a dope, dope gig, dope, dope. Um, I'll talk about it later. It was a dope, uh, dope Saturday, though. So very, very, had, very. Had a good time. That's what's up, man. So, uh, your Troutwood Madison High School football team. You are alum, correct? Yes, sir. Class of 2000. Before before we get into that, 
Do you consider Coldwater, Ohio part of Dayton, Ohio? No. Okay. I'm doing a small <laughs> poll. I'm just doing a small poll, yeah. man. Yeah, because uh, we got a buddy. Shouts out to my boy, Kali Jones, man. He uh, we, This happens every year. My uh, Mike Wilson, He uh, he's from Cincinnati. I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. Kali's from Dayton. And he always, this time of year, you know, St. X and LaSalle are normally in the state final, winning another high school football championship. And he always tweets out, congratulations to my alma mater, LaSalle, blah, blah, blah. We won, a, we won three straight. <laughs> or congrats, St. X. I'll see y'all, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and he always say Cincinnati runs uh, Ohio football. And I always had to chime in, well, you know, Cleveland does do some, do some numbers too. And Jones... Comes back with his, well, Dayton does this, that, and the third, and the fifth. And then, and he started saying, yeah, Coldwater done won like five straight. And then I started thinking about it like, hold on. I normally see that Coldwater exit when I'm on my way to nap time. Yeah. That shit is damn near in Indiana, bro. Yeah. So I Googled the map, and I'm like, yo, that's not there, bro. That's not here. That's not even in the same vicinity, dog. Yeah. That's not even a rock throw away. Right. You get outside of Inglewood, <laughs> you're no longer even in, like, that's Brookville, and then Eaton, and then it just gets nothing about Dayton. Like, you it, don't so his justification was, well, they cover it here on the local news. So we always look at them as Dayton, too. So I was okay. like, okay, well then, hello, St. V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Akron Hoban, who y'all actually lost to. Badly. <laughs> hello, Warren Hardy. Hello, Cardinal Mooney. Hello, Canton yeah. <laughs> McKinley. All those schools get covered on Cleveland news channels. So if we want to open up the, that range, right. Cleveland going to win by a landslide. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's fair, but if we want to go that route, <laughs> right. we can. Right. And it will go in my favor. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was like, man, no, nah, man, that, they are part of Dayton. I was like, well, then Springfield is too. And then that's when Dayton people get touchy when you try to clump Springfield Absolutely. and Dayton. Absolutely. I'm like, so how are you going to get mad when I clump Dayton and Springfield together, but you want to go ahead and claim cold water for their chips? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't do that now. <laughs> Why uh, the beef is something, but not beef, the rivalry with Dayton and Springfield is real, man. Man, I think it's just that whole. I mean, I can remember back when I was in high school <clears throat> watching like basketball. <clears throat> Trotwood had a team, only had maybe one or two losses. We had Andre Hudson. Mm-hmm. He ended up being a center for Michigan State. Yes, won, sir. A, won a chip with uh, Mo Mo Cleves and, and all. Mo Pete, yeah. Between Cleves, Between uh, Cleves, yeah. Charlie Bell, yeah, dope great, squad, yeah, great, great team. So he from my alma mater. Lost to Wright State, by the way. Yes, yes, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> seeing them play, I can remember their senior year, they were playing Springfield South in like the, the division or regional finals. Mm-hmm. But it was also that senior night at Kings Island the night before. So they go to Kings Island, do all that, must have had some drinks or whatever. We lit! <laughs> Came to the game. Like, this is a story now. Mind you, I'm... Junior high, uh-huh. so so this is what I've been told. This is the I, word on the street. I, yeah, this this is this is the story I was told as a child. So don't don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> but uh, they was hammered and trying to play this game. They were supposed to beat them. They beat them in the season. And Springfield South came out just dogging them. I had a friend of mine, uh, Et Eric Thomas. He was a, a big name for them, mm-hmm. big big player for them. 
killing, and I, I can just remember that game getting ugly, and everybody's at UD like, "What the? <laughs> we twenty seven and one? Like, like they? It was bad, bro. So, yeah, <laughs> rivalries, man. Rivalries That's what it's all real, about, man. man. Just Springfield and Dayton, or Springfield and Tri- Dayton, Springfield, any, any day in public, and then Trywood, you know, mm-hmm. kind of falls in there. But any. That's just that battle, that that territory of like, yeah. Who was your biggest rival in high school? Northmont. That's funny. Yeah. Because no more. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they're in, they're not in the G Watt. Uh uh-uh. uh. They're in the that G T L whatever it's called. But um, yeah, Northmont was that but that dates back to like this. This is how okay my 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 mom went to Trywood in the in the seventies, and it was probably like eighty. No, like 85, 15, white mm-hmm. to black. But then it started transitioning through the 80s and mm-hmm. 90s to where when I was in Trywood, it was probably 75, 25, mm-hmm. something like that. No, it was, they were there. It wasn't an abundance, but they were there. But it, the school had transitioned. Mm-hmm. But Northmont stayed the rivalry throughout, like what goes back to like the 60s and 70s. So, that was just a rival. You just any sport, you didn't want to lose to Northmont. Right. That was always the last game of the year. Like that's just that rivalry game. So, but now over the last decade, that's kind of changed. Really. To where Northmont is still you don't, but you probably don't play them as often. You know they're not on your schedule every year like how how you had your conference games. Right. So they try to make sure that that I think they're still making that to where they are playing. Every year, but it's not like forced on the schedule like it would be with the conference. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's yeah. still playing, but it's just not like it, the rivalry because it's not your conference. It's not the same. So yeah, our biggest rival. Uh, I went to Cleveland Heights High School. Our biggest rival was Shaw by far. Yeah. Um, and we, still we played are. Shaw in the uh, state one, one year, didn't we? Probably. I think Trotwood and Shaw played. Probably Shaw was real, especially uh, when I was in high school, especially in basketball. See, uh, my school. We were never really great at football, um, but there was some blips where we were pretty decent, and uh, one of those blips was uh, on a Friday night game, which we never play Shaw on a Friday night. Of course, a big fight breaks out. So from the rest of my time in high school, they, like, played them at, like, 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. My mom was like, ain't nobody coming at shit, bro. They did that today in public (laughs) when I was in school. I can remember. They do that, like, a lot now with it seems they in public get involved. Might be doing that. that with Thurgood and Belmont. I hear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cats got disc records and shit, right? Because <laughs> I remember going to the, uh, I think it was Stivers Jefferson when Smoke was home last year. His nephew was playing for mm-hmm. Stivers. We went to Jefferson and watched that. And then um, Meach, mm-hmm. his son played for Stivers. Okay, and they was playing. I think. Uh, Thurgood, this whoever that was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're playing Thurgood that next Friday, and I was like, I'm gonna come, and has, like I was about to come, and then they that that fight and all that happened where they made it to where no fans was allowed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the game was played, but no fans. <laughs> so like I it looked like a big ass open gym. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't go to the game because that, that's why I remember that because that was like. I was really planning on going, and I'm like, oh, I can't go see a little man play. Yeah, man. So I, I, I do remember here, that rivalry. So now hearing about these mixtapes and, and diss songs, <laughs> it's like, yo, this is getting real. <laughs> it's real out here, man. But y'all was in the state final, man. 
Yeah. Akron Hoban, Danny Clark. People that don't know who Danny Clark is, man, he is a big-time uh, prospect in uh, college football. Actually got offered to Ohio State, committed to Ohio State. Um, stuff happened, but now he's going to Kentucky on a full ride. Quarterback up there. Um, y'all lost 30 to nothing, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it means like that though. This is this okay. This discussion now, now you know after a loss like this in the state championship, all these alma mater, I mean, all these uh, alums. alum alums, they gonna be on here having debate. So a good friend of mine, uh, we'll leave it anonymous because he kind of crazy, had a status up to where basically he was saying. Does Ohio need to separate the private and public oh, like most other that. states? He on that again. So he was saying how, like, you know, how the Catholic schools and the private schools, they getting, I guess, recruits. Mm-hmm. You know, they really getting, putting their team together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the public schools and the charter schools, and they like, that's taken away from the strength of the public school against the private school. So. Man, that's been a debate for years, man. I can remember... Especially in Cleveland, uh, Saint Xavier, uh, not Saint Xavier, Saint Ignatius, uh, Saint Ed's, Saint Joe's. Like I just remember all the super dope cats. Like shoot, uh, Desmond Howard went yeah. to uh, Saint Joe's. Elvis Gerback went there. Like it's some big time dudes that went there to those schools, man. And you know. Desmond Howard would have uh, possibly went to my high school. He was uh, like lived on the border of Cleveland Heights and East Cleveland, so he would have went to either Shaw or Cleveland Heights. Just to think about, like, man, motherfuckers coming in and raiding our backyard, taking all our good kids. Yeah, and um, it's just, and then you got Benedictine up there in Cleveland, like all these private schools. Because I mean, you got to think about it from the parents' point of view. You got a kid pretty good at a uh, uh, basketball or football, or whatever, and. Coach so-and-so comes up to you at the high school game while your son out there willing and dealing and says, hey, uh, Kevin, that's your that's your son? Like, yeah, that's little, that's little KJ, man. He's pretty good. Like, yeah, man, he works on his left hand a lot, la, 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 la. Uh, how would you like to uh, come to Benedictine? Well, it's an all-boys school, and uh, the morals and the principles that we teach at our school, and uh, we can uh, arrange it that you guys won't have to pay anything. Now, you'd have heard about this school your whole life, about how many kids then went to that school and success stories and going on to college, not even just for the sport that they're playing, but, you know, academic-wise. What parent isn't going to be like, bye, nigga, you going, (laughs) period. You going and you paying, playing, and if we ain't got to pay, you definitely up in the building unless you going to said knuck-knuck, bang-bang school. Right. My thing with that, man, like, what's the difference between that and a booster? (laughs) <laughs> it ain't exactly so it, like it sounded the the morals of the the father <laughs> but but it happens so frequently like i can remember now when I, now that's happening in the private school so now the public school has to come together and mm-hmm. do the same thing i can remember my senior year will allen trywood his whole life mm-hmm. See, <laughs> been going to the old state camp every summer you know up there with trestle and all them building relationships coming senior year Opportunity to go to Wayne. Mm-hmm. How does he all of a sudden just go to Wayne? Mm-hmm. Like, did the family move to Wayne? I'm not sure. <laughs> we don't know, right? <laughs> but then Wayne makes it to state that year. 
he gets that exposure in the state game. He, he, he plays well in big games. Now, you can't take that away from Will. I've known Will for a while. Play well in big games. Go back to old state. He the one that caught the interception in the end zone against Michigan. Yes, sir. He the one that took out uh, McGahee. Blew we his always knee up. appreciate you that. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like he's played well in big games and so, represent that uh, Steeler <laughs> lifestyle too. By but the that way. happens in the public school so just as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like you fighting for it. Like everything is like the cards have to fall. Mm-hmm. Same with my, my, my Brandon McKinney. Same story. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know in Cleveland now. Well, shoot, I don't know if it still goes on, but. You know, there was a segment where they had open enrollment in any Cleveland public school where you can go to any Cleveland public school because there was a point where you were, this is where you live, this is your district, this is where you go to school. And to to quote-unquote combat the uh, private school situation, they had open enrollment, and you can go anywhere you wanted to go. And then there was a point where all the football football (laughs) kids went to Glenville. And then all the yeah. basketball kids went to a different school. Yeah. And it's just a way that people try to combat that to try to make sure that they're putting a product on the field. But, I mean, you know, this is school. It isn't the the sports league, you know what I'm saying? Right. The, the sport only lasts a couple months. The school year lasts a whole year. Exactly. So it's a, it's a tricky situation, man. I, I know from just the outside looking in, man, I couldn't – if if I had a son or daughter, for that matter, and they were talking about giving my kid a great education, man, at a great school, man, I wouldn't be able to turn that down. I just I look at my school, and be like, sorry, exactly, sorry, yeah, it's about us over here, pimping. Yeah, you got where go those cool, where those school uniforms at? Especially <laughs> like now, think back from when we was young to how the world is now. Like this is on a much lower level, but I'm still gonna bring it up because. I played tennis. Mm-hmm. My senior year, I was twenty and four, all area, a game, a game, a match away from going to state, and we lost. But like, just that type of exposure throughout the area, like some two black kids from Trotwood is running through these white schools in tennis. Mm-hmm. Like, and we was play doubles, and we was giving it to them. We was, you know, good. But we never thought about like going to college. Never, never even pushed the coach to be like, we want to, you know, take us to the next level. Right <clears throat> now, in twenty, about to be seventeen, Pee Wee, it start like, yo, we doing these drills. We getting you right because the opportunities for you are going to be, be great. You know, like especially if you got something, mm-hmm. if you got a six, seven year old that can that can cut. That can juke, that can stop, that can rock the baby on the basket. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wiggle. You know, like you're gonna be like, yeah, okay, time to time to focus up. Absolutely, man. Shoot. That wasn't us. That, Shoot, wasn't, that wasn't for us. Like now, you, that. now you think think if uh, Alter would have called your seen you playing and called your mom one day, you don't think you would have been going up there to Ex- that damn school? Exactly. <laughs> you would have been on the first thing smoking, mad as hell. <laughs> yeah. Because I, my mom tried to make me go to Benedictine. <laughs> And I hit her with the nod, really, because I was trying to look at these girls, because yeah. this ain't all boys school. And I was like, man, look here, man. I've been waiting my whole life to get to this high <laughs> right. school life. <laughs> right. You ain't going to do this to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, man, how can you how can you tell somebody that they wrong for that, man? I understand everybody's point of view about, like, well, they need to divide it because uh, it's unfair or whatever. But these is the rules, man. Yeah. These are the this is the world we play by. And it ain't like public schools haven't beaten private schools before. You right. know, it's happened many a time. Right. Actually, I think you look at Wayne, they're a public school. Like, I would say Wayne football is probably the best public school 
in the state. And they still pay the play, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. They, so they so you gotta really think about that now. Mm-hmm. All these kids and all these families, if you even drove from one end of Huber Heights to the other, you know there's some spots in Huber Heights that people ain't just got fifteen hundred dollars or what a thousand, whatever it is. It's a lot of bread, bro. It's up there though. It's mm-hmm. not it ain't no two hundred dollars. It's uh-uh. up there. So so how are all these kids? You know, like is the donation from the Smiths really twenty k? <laughs> like, hmm, like I don't know, the world man. We'll never of, know. You see how of, I diverted this whole house trial? We got slammed by thirty. See how I diverted all that? <laughs> and you, you know, yeah, but, and yeah, that was good. But you know, with another part about that is, you know, now I remember Trywood. Shoot, I mean, this is a while ago, but they were D one when you were in school, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. And now they're D three. I run into my tennis coach yearly. We either play or you know just get up. And talking to him last year, he said from my senior year in 2000 to he retired this school year. So his last year teaching was 2015. He said from from 2000 to 2015, they've lost over 70 or 65 percent of the student body. Damn. So like, if we had. 3,000 people in the school district. Now they got 1,500. That's you know, crazy. 1,300. You know, somewhere like like it's just people is moving out. People, Trowell was Trowell and it was cool. Mm-hmm. Northmont was like the white suburb. Right. They had some sprinkled in blacks. You know, people started moving from Trowell to Northmont. People from Dayton started moving to Trowell. You know, it just, that's how, and now it's the same. Everybody like chasing. Chasing peace, mm-hmm. <laughs> chasing the, the burbs, you know? and, that, and all that, <laughs> and and the schools like Centerville and uh, Springboro just keep they just growing and growing yeah. and growing. They 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 know the Tanners ain't going nowhere, right? Or, or the uh, well, what's the um case of the centers from uh, Centerville that play for UD? Oh, uh, I, I'm uh, drawing Kasevich a blank. Kasevich or something, yeah. something like that. But like he had brothers. Like they had like two or three boys that went through that ten years of school, and they was D one basketball players. Yeah, you know? man. <laughs> so them them school levies never fail, baby. Never. <laughs> we talking about that during the election. Me and my wife, cause we used to live in Fairborn. Mm-hmm. Fairborn is a most of a military town. So when you pass, <laughs> when you have a levy on there, and they know they leaving in March Dang. to go to California. They like man, hell no! I'm keeping my twenty dollars for the next <laughs> six months while I'm here. You know, like it adds up, pass. baby. They'll never pass. Oh man, it's crazy, man. Yeah. You gotta love you it. You can't man. make this up. You can't make it up, man. <laughs> now, you, I blame you and the homie Ryan Drake for this new addiction, man. Oh, Fanduel. Oh, you got him. Got him. Got him. I got, got him. I got fifteen golf lineups in this week, and I got thirty. <laughs> ba- I mean, thirty football in. So I'm going heavy, man. I'm so still, I'm, I'm still playing with their money. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm on my own money already. <laughs> I entered some basketball joints, and I follow basketball heavy, NBA heavy, man. So I know who's good, who ain't, all that good stuff. So I played a little lineup, man, and it was a three dollar lineup. I was like, I right, man, three bucks that's, for a chance yeah, to that's win. That's exactly what I do. Sixty thousand dollars or whatever crazy number it was. I was like, man, I could do this, dude. Like <laughs> that's how they like, get you. Exactly, like. <laughs> So my lineup was is, was dope, man. I had James Harden. I was like, look, get dudes that stuff the stat sheet. 
Like it's not that hard. Yeah, but so, they all cost, so you gotta exactly. make it. You gotta make it. But the thing about it was, like, I I was able to grab Harden, uh, Giannis Capabado from uh, the Bucks, yeah. who's almost averaging a triple double. Yo, I got him at. I've been playing basketball for the last month. I pretty much play him every time. Yeah, he has been putting up numbers. Numbers. <laughs> I got Ryan Anderson because they was playing Golden State. I was like, Golden State's not playing any defense. Harden's going to get a triple double, which he did. Ryan Anderson had like 29, and I got uh, Draymond Green. Like, my lineup was was stacked, stacked. I ain't place. <laughs> I'm like, I had like 300 points total, and the, the winner of it all had like 325. So all them other people in between there, that, between that, there, that one scooped turnover, up all the money. That one rebound, that one, like that that one, like when there's that many lineups, that one point, yeah. that half a point, will put you up thousands of spots. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. Like, so look, now. You, so thanks. You, you have that story. Imagine the week that um, Atlanta played and Julio had 300 yards. Oh. I had Matt Ryan. I had Julio. I had AJ who went off. My lineup was amazing, right? So. I'm going back and checking it, and I'm moving up. I'm in like the 500 out of like 100 or something thousand people. So I'm like, yo, I'm about to get some dough. So now I'm really watching the game. Julio just keep putting up numbers, keep putting up numbers. I ended up winning like $350. I placed in like whatever it was, 100 or something place. Mm-hmm. But that was one $3 lineup. $350. So then I'm hooked for like the rest, <laughs> for the next like 15 weeks. I haven't stopped. And, and I've hit again, you know, so I play, 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 play till I about lost all that 350 over the time <laughs> and had about $60 left and hit um, just about three weeks ago for like 600 Woo! That was a big hit. So now, but my, my mind is so in. So now for 15 weeks now, I've been trying to get better at this, right? So I got a coworker. This is worth. This, this is power worthy. You done got me hyped. This is power worthy. FanDuel. I have a coworker. They need to uh, send us some sponsorship. Wait some free plays. <laughs> I have a coworker right now, who this year alone has won sixty two thousand dollars. Fuck him on FanDuel. <laughs> I'm hating. <laughs> I'm mad as the fuck. I make. I. I he's a little. He's like five three marine. God. Damn. I make him have lunch with me most days. Because I pick, his, <laughs> pick brain. his brain. I have to know how the hell. You how the hit. hell? He done hit. So, okay, this is what he does. The if you When you're playing these, if you notice, there's a little number. It says M, like 150 or M100. Those are the mm-hmm. max lineups that you can put in. Mm-hmm. He puts in the max lineup. So, we have 100. Most of them are 150. We have 150 $3 lineups in. Going and with, he also uses RotoWire. RotoWire is kind of like basically oh, a, a uh, Excel spreadsheet that they've put the formulas in to where they got everybody's value, everybody's cost, and you pick who you want to lock in and it create like your best chance lineup. Mm-hmm. So it helps you kind of plot your mind together. Right. And he done put it in where he has the quarterback, kicker, and defense. Every combinations, but he only plays the like prime time Sunday, Mondays, Monday, Thursdays, where it's only four teams. Okay, the two playing Sunday, the two playing Monday. Okay, so it's only four teams to choose from, and he's getting quarterback, kicker, defense from every every combination. Combination. 
So then that's like 16 lineups. Okay. Basically. Somewhere around there. That's 16. a lot of thinking too. Yeah. So, But he's gone that deep. <laughs> Shit, for 60000 so, I'll do it too. So with that in place, this happened like two years ago. He finally started putting all this stuff, writing this down, spreadsheet. He was really like putting together proper. He wasn't just using his brain on 150 lineups. He was looking at his, okay, I, mean, I, I got him, him, him. He hit for 25000 Oh, two my years ago. gosh. When I first started working there, when I met him, 25000 Basketball, he hit for 15000 that year. He hit for 40000 last year, I can remember. So now he's like all the way in. So he still, he keeps probably five grand in his account. Mm-hmm. And he just max lineups most of the time he plays, but he'll never play higher than $5. He'll yeah. do like, like the dollar, 150 Okay. He'll do the $2, 150 He might have like $1,000 in because he'll do like, each one of them maxed out. But his return, he might have a thousand in, but if one of them hit the the, the top five, he's gonna hit at least ten thousand or more. And he's hit in the in, in November, he hit twice. He hit forty thousand just in November. Forty thousand dollars. And this and one was a complete accident. He had his lineups. He has to reserve them. Yeah, like it's a lot of work. Yeah, like it ain't just like you got to do all this stuff manually. So he reserves them, pays for them, so that way he can just fill them in later. Okay. When he's filling them in, sometimes he's rushing and he don't get to check them. He had three of the same lineups in, and each one of them hit for eight thousand. Cause he got like third, fourth place on something. So each one of them, he tied for third with his own self three times. So he got eight thousand for each lineup, twenty four thousand. Like I'm like, bro, you can't I don't make this shit that, up, bro. Look, like it's crazy. So, so he, but I do DraftKings only because they have golf fan do dumb. They are merging. That Uh-oh. was news in the last week or two. I think next year they're about to start merging. So we're gonna have to see where this goes. So I'm like trying to get mine now. Like <laughs> with this merger, who knows what it's gonna be like? Well, hopefully it's still dope. But they man, are merging. Man, listen, so. like. I, I think we talked about this before, man. Uh, my homeboy and I were having a conversation about this, like how much money can change your life. And I told him, I was like, well, you know, it can change your life. Uh, of course, like, oh, man, if I won $20 million, oh, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that obviously would change your life. But it doesn't take that much money no. to change your life. No. Like basically like $40,000. That's a life changer, That's bro. That's exactly what he told me. He the first twenty five, the first twenty he <coughs> won in November, paid off like all his credit cards. God P- damn, what the fuck his, was he buying? <laughs> like he, like, yeah, he paid off like all, like a lot of his bills. He paid his rent for like six months. Like he mm-hmm. paid, used that all that money for bills. Yeah, he hit again in November. He said everything's paid for. It's lit. Yeah, he like <laughs> yo, I'm about to go have some fun. I'm going to the boat. Yeah. Like he wants to the casino. He about to. He about to. He could walk in there with five thousand and be like, "Yo, I'm about to gamble." Like, okay, <laughs> this is this is the part of the podcast where the wives should turn it off. One, two, yeah. three. Got off. it turned off. It's off. It's off. Okay. Okay. So, say for instance, you won forty thousand on the Fanduel. Yeah. Are you telling the wife? Not that I won forty. Me either. I'm not telling I, her shit. I, no, I'll tell her I won ten. <laughs> she'll be ecstatic. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like, here's her five. I got 35 left. Like, <laughs> I'm not telling her shit. I'm going to be like, this no, whole next shit. I'm going to have to because she's going to see these bags coming in. <laughs> I'm going to have to say something. So you got you to gotta keep it to where it's like, yo, keep. They don't have to know how much. 
You Ooh. want forty thousand? Tell her you want ten. Give her five. She gonna be ecstatic with five thousand dollars. Yeah, of, out of nowhere. Yeah, true. I you still got thirty five left. I ain't telling her. <laughs> I ain't telling her. I'm gonna have to because these bags gonna be flowing. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm gonna have Jordans everywhere. All of a sudden, <laughs> see, you selling dope? see, for me, it ain't gonna be that big of a deal because I'm already addicted to buying right. shoes. I'm just like, oh, I just bought some more shit. Bought some be, more shit. I'm gonna be in L. A. like every other weekend. <laughs> She gonna have to, she gonna have questions. So I'm Man, gonna have to say look, something. I'm calling out them bastards at the student loan office for her <laughs> and myself. Yeah, dropping them some some bread, and then we call it even. And right. she gonna be like, my student loan said it's paid off. That'll change your life. Yeah, alone. that that'll change <laughs> that'll change everything. That's what I told. Her. I said twenty five thousand just to pay off a lot of stuff. Like that's a lot, that's a life changer because now. You might have six, seven hundred dollars a month coming back to your check. <laughs> like if you're paying off that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're paying off enough of the stuff you got, man. all of a sudden you're working like, yeah, <laughs> you got work feeling a little more better. Yeah, you like, so, man, this ain't so bad. It ain't quit your job. And that's just money. $40,000. Exactly. It ain't just, let me say just, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That ain't even the, the million dollar mega million challenge. It ain't quit your job money, but now he's been at work showing his ass. <laughs> When I tell you, they've been telling him to do stuff, and he's like, I ain't doing that shit. And they be like, Bobby. I got 40 in the bank, dude. I heard him say this to the supervisor, and I literally dropped to one knee laughing so hard. He told him to do something. He was like, I ain't doing that shit. And he looked at him and said, Bobby, why are you talking to me like that? He a black dude. Bobby is a little white dude. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking to me like that? He was like, you see the fan do commercial? You see that happy guy? He was like, that's me. Like, I'm up 62K. Woo! Talk that talk. He talked that talk to him. And he was looking at him like, he was like, I don't need this job no more. He's like, I'm a vet and I want to be here. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, he was giving it to him. I'm Gotta like, love yo, it, man. He, he swagged out with 60K. Imagine if that motherfucker ever hit the million. It's oh over. Oh, my God. He gonna, he gonna really, he said he gonna, he gonna hire a marching band and walk through that bitch just going <laughs> off. He is crazy, man. Oh, my goodness, man. That's Okay, the wives, my, wives can to, turn that back on. Yeah, turn yeah. the pie back on. Shout out to my dude, Bobby, man. <laughs> okay, Killing so we talked a little bit about uh, football, man. So today is Sunday, and at noon, we're going to find out who's going to be in the Final Four yeah. of the college football playoff. Yeah. I believe, and I said this before, um, that it's going to be Bama, Clemson, the Buckeyes, and the winner of the Big Ten champion. And that winner is Penn State. I truly believe the debate is Penn State versus Washington. And I believe that with Penn State's victory over the Ohio State University and Wisconsin last night, that they're going to get that fourth spot to play Bama. Your thoughts? We're going to see a rematch of Ohio State, Penn State. Ooh. In the chip. Ooh. (laughs) The only thing I see is Clemson and Ohio State switch. Okay. I think Ohio State, and I say this because weeks, two weeks ago, before the Michigan game, they were a solid number two. Right. They beat the number three team. Okay. So you were a solid two and beat number three. So now, if you were a solid two, you should almost be close to one. You're chasing one at that point. Yeah. So for you to be, for you to be moving up that way, but you don't play for a week. And the team that beat you wins the chip for the Big Ten. So I can see where P- 
Penn State people feel like they should be in, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they should be like Ohio State should be out. Nah. And I've been hearing a lot of that. Like people ain't worried they ain't gonna be in. I think if you was already a solid two, nothing happened to where you went from two to five. Outside of them not playing though. Three spots. Yeah. Hey man, look. A solid two I just, and beat for, number three. For me, I just think like I think they're in. I just don't think it's a slam dunk. I don't think it's a, a fast break LeBron slam dunk. This is what I think. Most educated people look at that like a school system. Uh-huh. And they look at it like that final being 50% of your grade. Okay. You're looking at that chip being 50% of this whole thing. Uh-huh. See? And I don't, but, I, they, but ain't that the reason? Ain't that the reason that they play to get the Big Ten? That, that, that's the reason that we so, play Michigan, play Penn State, play Wisconsin. Ain't that the reason to earn the Big Ten championship? And shouldn't that matter? If the, and shouldn't the fact that they beat us matter? If the system was set up to where all the chips play each other in a playoff system, I would totally agree with you. Okay. The system is not set up that way. So that's why I don't like like the rules of the class aren't that that's finals worth fifty percent of your grade. So is that the problem? Is it that yes? That's the problem. So then I say then you have to look at the rules of what we talking I, about. I, then I say don't play nobody. Play Ohio State should never play Penn State, Michigan. Let's bring on Bowling Green. Let's bring on OU. Let's bring on Youngstown State because if it don't fucking matter. Then why are we playing them? Why are we even risking losing to a team that could possibly beat us if we're simply just going to get in off of merit? Well, no, Isn't that you the reason in we off play? Of strength of schedule. You're yeah, absolutely. In. But we better be lucky. Well, not lucky because we did handle the business. But shit, if Ohio State didn't beat or play or fuck beaten, didn't even play Oklahoma, we not wouldn't be sitting in this position. Absolutely not. I think because they beat four top ten teams this year, most definitely. Oklahoma was a what? They was shoot. They one or yesterday. They was up there. They was top three. Yeah, they was up there. They were today. Well, yesterday when they played uh, I mean, Oklahoma they play, State, they were all, they were like ranked eighth or something like that. Yeah. So they're they're top ten team, yeah, and yeah. they only gonna go up even right. higher. And so. they was a top like five team when we played them. Yeah, they was up there. And then Wisconsin. Yeah. Michigan. Yep. I, mean, I mean, they, they got they, they got, got the resume. They, they got a resume. No and, question. And for the man. rules of what of what this is about, and and that. And the one rule that I don't agree with is these chips and these major conferences don't really matter. That is so crazy to That's me. That's what because like I I if the rules were that way, I'll be like Ohio State. If Penn State go in, you can't. You know, they won the chip. Yeah, they they get in the ring. They get in, they get in the ring. So that should matter. But when that's not the rules, it's like well, then it ain't the rules. My my resume looks better than yours, homie. Yeah, even with that chip. Well, we going we gonna find <laughs> out about twelve fifteen today. Yeah, and best believe if <laughs> if we not in you, the whole country gonna hear from Ohio, boy. We oh, gonna yeah. be we gonna have our panties in a bunch. Oh, best yeah. believe that, man. Because because I'll be I'll be shocked if they fall three spots. Woo. Let's hope on not. the simple fact of not playing one week of championship football. Let's hope not. When that's man. not the rule. Let's hope not at all, man. <laughs> so, yeah. J. Cole! Oh, your homie! Cole World! <laughs> now, I was perusing uh, Twitter, as I'm prone to do, 
and I see somebody retweet J. Cole dropping a new album on December 9th. Mm. I said, nigga, what? <laughs> I said, nigga, who? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we were just talking about that. I ran straight to the iTunes store. Like, it is true. My nigga's dropping a brand new joint. Pre-order. Hell yes, I will. Pre-order the joint. And then what do we have a couple hours later, man? The boy J. Cole drops a joint. And when the joint... Is he, quote-unquote, taking shots at certain people like a Kanye, a Wale? I don't necessarily think he's taking shots. I don't shots. either. I think he was just saying how that was one of his faves. Like, that was one of his people he looked up to. Yeah. And now it's getting different. Yeah. That's how I looked at that. Yeah. Like, people saying he dissing cats, man. Like, and people really... Youngins, he might have been throwing Yeah. Up, I, oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> oh, man. And I actually did watch the uh, documentary that he uh, dropped on yeah. Title 2. Very dope. And, uh, I mean... Oh, I haven't seen that. I gotta yeah, check man. That out. It's, it's, it's uh, on Complex website, and you can watch it for free. <laughs> so that's what, exactly why I watched it. Watch Hit us it up, on, Complex. Hit us up. Exactly. Watch that on my Lazy Saturday. And, uh, yeah, man, I was just blown away by, you know, him... Talking about Kanye like that, and you know, you know, he signed the Rock Nation, uh, and Jay Z that that connection that Jay Z and J Cole have, obviously the connection that Jay Z and Ye have, and really speaking facts, man. Like yeah. talk about he's got a bunch of yes men around him, and talk about music that he's dropped, and people saying, "Oh, it's classic," and knowing it's not like. Uh, you know how we pick music at the radio station is a totally long, drawn out story. But the short version of us playing the Kanye Fade record was it was up there on the charts for us to possibly play it. It went away. They dropped the Tiana Taylor video with her looking extra good, and then it shot right back <laughs> up the charts. And then we started playing it. And our my program director, Ryan Drake, the homie, him and I were talking about it, like, well, it's up there on the chart. Like, well, shit, it was it's been around here for months on end. And now that it has a video with a sexy woman yeah. twerking her ass all over the place looking great, we gonna start playing it. It's like, well, it's up there. That people, like people, button mean that yeah, much. Yeah, like people people are calling. <laughs> people wanna hear it now. Yeah. Now that they saw the visual, people wanna hear it. I was like, ain't this a bitch? It's crazy. Like, this song was shit then and it's shit now. That's the world we live in, and that like so button means everything. For, for him to to express that, and I honestly, I I know Kanye probably is gonna take it as a diss. He thinks everything is a diss, but for him to put light on that, I really applaud him for that. And then taking it to the to the second verse, which is about Wale, about a homie who always crying and bitching and moaning about he want credit. Yeah, and that's like. Somebody he looked up to in the first verse and yay, and then him actually talking about his friend in the second verse. Like, you don't get that in hip hop these days, man. Yeah, yeah. Cole is really I'm starting to see the vision, Kev. Man, I'm telling you, this boy is I'm starting to see the this vision. This boy is mean, man. I I've been rocking with him, but I wasn't like if I turned the page, I wouldn't go back to see it. You know, if I missed it, it was it wasn't that important. But over these last two albums, it's been that important. <laughs> I see J. Cole name on something. I have to watch it. He's moving the needle, entirety. man. Yeah. He's really doing this thing. I have to shout that out, man. But I, I, I can't lie. I would uh, gladly enjoy a sober-minded Kanye and J. Cole beef if they want to get oh, that yeah. going. Yeah. That would be great for me. Yeah. I would enjoy that a lot. <laughs> I know um, Wale <laughs> dropped a response to J. Cole 
J. Cole called Groundhog Day. I haven't listened to it yet. I guess I should have listened to that before we started the pod. But <laughs> that, if anybody hasn't heard J. Cole false prophets yet, one, like, where the hell you been for the last yeah. three days? But uh, I encourage everybody <laughs> to go get the J. Cole next Friday when it drops, man. Speaking that's, of profits. That's definitely going down. Peter Prophet wasn't too uh, yeah. <laughs> Shot to the homie. Yeah. He wasn't really feeling that J. Cole like that. Watch what? <laughs> Watch what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh oh, so. I'm gonna have to have a conversation with the homie. What the hell? Where? Yeah. It's on the Twitter. It's on the Facebook. On, I have to read it. It's on the Facebook. I think I, I think I added you to it. Ah, oh, see, I I see did. what happens on on when I'm not in the yeah, loop. He uh, he wasn't feeling that. Let me find it for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunt that down for me. He <laughs> had it up here. It was it was funny because I was like. He wasn't really feeling it, and I'm like, yo, I got, I got to tag you in it, cause he's, let's see, this is, I hope J Cole album is super dope for him. No, that's not the one. How can he not feel it when he's an MC himself? See, yeah, and he said that. I thought <laughs> that, that to me makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just basically. It might, I think, as a matter of fact, it might have been in the comment, but basically, uh -huh. he was just not as enthused about it as everyone else really and i was like i tell you, I, I added you i was like i need your thoughts damn it i gotta go i'm gonna have to dig through there and find it man yeah. you know yeah. uh my homie, shots uh, to the homie. yeah absolutely shots <laughs> out my homie jg <laughs> he he posted something he said three people not to argue with uh college football fans women and j cole fans yeah. and of course i commented on there and I was like, I'm two out of three, cuz. <laughs> right. And you know I'm J. Cole over here all day, bro. <laughs> like, like, that's why I straight added you like, yeah, I, I needed I needed to see that conversation oh, go down. Man, I'm so. I'm gonna have to dig that up, man. I have to find that, man. I'm gonna have to jump into the jump into the beef, jumps into the wars, yeah. man. And I wanna say this, man. I need to say this at the beginning, man. I'm feeling myself. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. Had a great time. I've uh, been, you know, this is my busy, it got busy for me this time of year, last week at the Taste, great party with Kurt, shout to the homie Kurt. And it's his birthday today. Yeah, 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 happy birthday to Kurt and Shaw Smoke. Okay. Same birthday, Shaw Smoke, happy birthday, homie. And uh, <clears throat> they, uh, you know, had that party, dope, but last night, had an opportunity to DJ Wright Pat um, Christmas party for the AFIT and uh, the spouse association they have there for their school. Mm -hmm. They had over 300 tickets sold. And when I tell you it was a good time, it was like probably 90% white. Uh huh. But when I tell you I had them rocked, it's something about playing Pour Some Sugar on Me when people are drunk <laughs> at a white party. It's something about playing. Uh, That's a strip club anthem, by yeah, the way. It's something about playing some of these classics, some Aerosmith. You know, I had them booed up with the I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, you know, uh -huh. slow jammed them out. Christmas song. It was just like you know, I, I I rocked them, and I I took pride in the fact that, and I was on like a little stage. They were all facing me. I took pride in the fact that every time I played a James Taylor song, or I played a you know a left field song that they had no idea I was playing a Simply Red song. You know, like holding back the I had them booed up with their couples, <laughs> and I'm like every time I played something, I was like yeah. Got Some black guy's killing you right now, and you can't <laughs> deny it. Like they couldn't deny it, and it got it got it got, it got to the point where, as she was paying me, uh, she's a high school friend. I know she's high school, but she was on the board president for this association mm -hmm. last year. They had the guy 
and and me in negotiations, they went with the cheaper value. Um. So shouts to the last year dude for fucking up. Yes, sir. Because uh, this year it went down. It got they, lit. They booked me for next year on the spot. Damn. So that's what I wanted. These these corporate locked in. No, that, that you know that's a that's a huge deal. Like that mm-hmm. can, that can mean so many other things because other events on base could be like, who's the DJ you got? Right. Like that's exactly what I'm chasing right now. So that's another big slam dunk for the DJK music. So feeling dope. myself, man. So dope. Woke up so this morning. You know, wallet pulled me out the bed. You no, know, falling so. out. <laughs> got the so, got the broccoli. I, I was thinking on the way here, man. It's like. It's dope to have, like, I care about this stuff that much because I feel like what I charge, I still feel like I'm giving you a hell of a deal mm-hmm. with the amount of time that I spend with being prepared to rock any event and not just the strip club right. or the nigga spot. Right. Like, I take pride in keeping up with the country, the soft rock to where if something like this jump off, you ready? I, I know I'm about to kill them and it ain't stress. Right. I can have some shots with you and some beers. And have fun, and know that you you're like without without it being said, you're judging the fact that a black guy is DJing your event mm-hmm. without it being said. And it's my job to be like, watch this. Now and, I know, and not give you that room. I know be, from being at, at the clubs that you DJed, you re- really heavy on the mic when you're in the clubs. Are you heavy on the mic at spots like that? Nope. You just nope. let your hands do the talking. Yeah, we ain't about to alarm nobody. <laughs> We about to keep, you know, I'll say some stuff. <laughs> I'll say some stuff, but it's going to be more like, more be like my Kev Nash on the radio. You there know, you go. it's going to be, yeah, this is DJ K. I might be DJ K. You know, I might not even, I might not even be killer K depending on what I'm doing. Okay. But, you know, I'm going to talk to him. You know, the bar is open. You want to hear something, come holla at me. We're going to have a good time tonight. You know, okay. it's going to keep it like that. It ain't going to okay. be no, hold up. But, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't give him that. <laughs> black tie, black tie, black yeah. tie. <laughs> but, it's, but it's dope, man, to rock. I, like, enjoy rocking them events, man. Okay. Them other, I call them the other events, man. Them other events, I love it, man, because it's like, I listen to, I keep up with it enough. To have some songs that I like, this is dope. Mm-hmm. And I be blending them like I do the hip-hop party. So I'm blending in two country songs, and they still going at it. It's like, yeah, I got you. you know? Very so, dope. Very dope, yeah, man. Had a, had a good one last night. Shout to the right path. So. Absolutely. And it's that time. Yeah, yeah. Top five. One, two, three, four, five. I got five on it. I plead the fifth. He keeps asking me to give him a high five. High five. I'm going to give you to the college. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this week's top five was sent to us from the homie Izzy Rock. Appreciate it, homie. He definitely uh, commented on my on my gotcha post. I had a post up about a smart TV for seventy dollars. You can get at this brand new store with the dot 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 see more. Okay. So cats was hitting to see more. But it was all just my text. So it wasn't no Seymour. And I was getting cats with because they were trying to find out what store had these TVs for 70 I need one. It was like a 50-inch smart TV for $70. Cats was trying to. So I was getting cats all day with that, having a ball with that on Friday at work, by the way. Shout out to that Friday work that style is something else. Oh, man, there's a good 40 people that commented on there that they was pushing that Seymour. Like, I was getting them all day. But he commented on that. And, uh. Shout out this idea for the top five places that you like to eat in Dayton, Ohio. All right. 
So I went first last week, I remember. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad somebody remembered because yeah, I sure did. I'm keeping tabs on that. Okay, so, so <laughs> you know how normally like, you cheat and do like five and six and seven <laughs> and eight, nine, ten yeah. places. Well, I'm going to cheat this time. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna I have to include a couple places that are outside of Dayton, and when I say outside of Dayton, I'm saying Cleveland, Ohio. So I can't I can't talk <laughs> okay. food without it's my home. hometown. It's home. I got you. So that's, that's okay, and fair. this is my second home. Well, y'all so, gonna have a the belt, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number five for me, uh, a place that uh, I used to go to all the time, especially because it was across the street from Wright State. Flying Pizza. Yeah. I love that spot, man. The old school style. Big slices of pizza from New York style, man. I always just rocked out with that. A place that um, I'm sure is on your list too, Broach the Hut. Yeah. Man, them jumbo wings. Like, what happened? Like, that's the question. It was that or steak and shake, and it was always that. Like, (laughs) nah, I'm going to there. Man, (laughs) I don't know how they made them wings. They were so crunchy, juicy. Jumbo style, man. Mm. So shots out to Broster Hut or R.I.P. to Broster Hut, yeah, I guess man. you should say. Now we're going to get into the Cleveland type of thing. Okay. Sorry, Dayton. <laughs> it's all good, though. Number three for me, Mr. Heroes. Heard of it. Yes. There was actually a Mr. Hero in Dayton uh, in actually Fairborn for a couple years when I was at Wright State. Every person from Cleveland would go up there, man. Ain't nothing like a Roman burger, bruh. Nothing like a Roman burger. Really? Anytime I go to Cleveland. What's a Roman I, burger? Man, it's like two beef patties, got salami on it, got ham on it. Uh, it's just, just fucking <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> man, man, I'm going to take you to the city with me one time, man. Just, to, just for a Roman burger, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm down. Number two for me. Very special. Haven't had it in years and probably can't handle it anymore, man. Whitmore's. Whitmore's is a barbecue joint in Cleveland. Um, I used to live down the street from the original Whitmore's in Cleveland. I, I, I went to a Whitmore's. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny, it ain't funny, but it's a kind of funny story. Real, It's quick. Yeah. Tony was supposed to be performing in Cleveland. I went up there to kick it with him. From Dallas to Cleveland, he had some peanuts. He's allergic to peanuts. Ah. Swelled up like Hitch on the plane. They had to take him off the plane and rush to the hospital. Damn. He missed his flight to Cleveland, missed the show. I'm in Cleveland. He ain't coming. I just checked into the room. His road manager that lived in the area from Michigan, but lived in Cleveland at the time, just took me to all the spots. We just kicked it all day. Yeah. I went to the t-shirt spot. I went to the food spot. It was like three different food spots. Like you got to you gotta get one of those. And then I'm yeah. taking you here. You got to get one of these. Like yeah. It was just that day. So I'm pretty sure. I'm get pretty, a Polish I'm, boy. That's what I had. Yeah, man. That's got exactly the fries, the sauce, the coleslaw. Yeah. That's exactly what Yeah, <laughs> man. And they I actually they put a second Whitmore's uh, by my high school in Cleveland Heights. It wasn't the same as the original Whitmore's, but it used to do. The last time I had one was so long ago, and it was so in between the times that I had one, boy. My stomach can't handle that yeah. shit no more, boy. It was like, ooh, like, yeah. this ain't like when I was 13 no more, right. boy. I can't handle all this sauce. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be hurting for about 36 hours. Yeah, and the number one spot that I love to go whenever I hit the city, man, got to be Angela Mia's Pizza. It's in East Cleveland. Well, the original one is East Cleveland. Funny story about that, man. My, before I was born, my mom and brother used to live upstairs from Angela Mia's, man. Is uh, they Angela Mia's a pizza spot right there in East Cleveland, and on top of that, it was apartments. They used to live there before I was even born, man. So 
I was born into eating Angela Mia's. I remember every Friday night we would have Angela Mia's pizza growing up as a kid. And whenever I get back home, I got to go to East Cleveland, go ahead and grab me a pie from Angela Mia's. And my mom will always say this, like, why y'all going down there so late? Because, you know, <laughs> it goes down in, in EC. But it's like, look, man, I got to go get my slice. And now they have one in Richmond Heights. I ain't been to that one yet, man. I'm going to stick to the original one down there in EC, man. So, shouts out to my hometown, Cleveland, Angela Mia's, Mr. Heroes, and Whitmore's held me down as a kid, man. And, you know, flying pizza's still holding me down right now, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Good. What you got? What you got? What you got? Yeah, I definitely. I definitely got my five, and I and I I, I wanted, you know me, one of my <laughs> six or seven. I got a couple that need to be on the list, but just ran out of room. Okay. Honorable mention. Yeah, but I'm going to have... I'm gonna do an honorable mention now. Get out the way. It's this Chinese spot in Inglewood. I feel like every list gotta have a. Good, I need a new good Chinese spot. A good spot. Chinese spot. Ying Ching's house in Inglewood. It's on Main Street in Inglewood, right past the corner of Taywood and Main Street. When I tell you they got the best Chinese food in the city, it's amazing every time. So I that wanted to be on the list. I ain't gonna harp on it too much. <laughs> Chinese food is one of my favorites. So. Definitely should have been there, but couldn't make it. Okay. Number five for me, man. This spot, I feel like just got to be on there just on the simple fact that I grew up in it, and that's Roosters, man. Yeah, man. Roosters, you know, they got great pizza. It ain't just a wing. They got great pizza. They got great wings. It's just a spot you was like, you when you was just on a lazy Sunday with your boy, that was just, we going to run through Roosters. Yeah. And some bitches going to be in there, and we going to be drinking and ch- chilling, watching the games. Like, that was just something that I did for a long time. So. Man, like, the crazy thing about Roosters, man, uh, we don't have one in Cleveland. So, my first time having Roosters was here in Dayton. And the amount of love that Roosters gets versus a B-Dubs, which oh, is yeah. a national brand, has, has commercials everywhere. Like, you ask a person, especially, like, from Columbus down, yeah, like, w- where's the wing spot in the city? They going to say yeah. Roosters. They not going to say B-Dubs. Right. They not. B-Dubs, like, that's a... Suburb favorite for people. Mm-hmm. Like when I was living in Fairborn, we used to go up there just to watch some football. But when you have a Roosters wing versus a B Dub wing, you wouldn't see a difference. Yeah. So that had to be on there just for that reason. Number four, you got to put the pizza spot on there. Yes, sir. And this spot, hey, now by the way, I don't want to see y'all in my spots messing up my spots. <laughs> if I see y'all in my spots, man, you better come up to me and tell me you listen to the pod. Absolutely. Because, damn it, I'm giving y'all some gems. Some gems. If y'all fuck up my spots, I'm going to be highly upset. So get that That was a P- <laughs> PSA real quick. Number four, man, Giovanni's Pizza in Ooh. Fairborn, man. It's a, it's a pizza spot. It's a famous pizza spot in the Fairborn area. I, don't, I live across town now, but I lived in the Fairborn for a while. They pizzas, man. Love them all. They just got good food, period. So that had to be on there. Okay. Number three. It's a new spot. I'm giving y'all some gems now. Hey, I'm listening, bro. This spot, number three, man, they got it's like a soul food, soul food, southern cuisine type of spot, man. And it's called Kula Kula on Dixie. Okay. This spot, man, I'm telling you, they they menu is is amazing. They got some great food. You definitely want to go there. Kula Kula is K-U-L-A, K-U-L-A. Look it up. Head up their website. It's greens are amazing. They just got soul food for days. Definitely want to try that. Number two. Now, this was the other honorable mention spot. <laughs> so you either was, this This could be Ohio State. 
because one of them didn't make the list and it was a tie for two. Uh, see, so, see, so, see, yeah. we were <laughs> so, all comes back. This could be Ohio State. It was between, I'm going to say, it was between Submarine House and Marion's Pizza. Those are two dates. So I'm going to say uh, Submarine House <laughs> that's would get I, the trump card from that's me. That's what I put. Marion's Pizza is a Dayton classic, yep. so I felt like it had to be on there. Like, But I didn't. But Marion's Pizza, man, that's... It's just a day in pizza, man. Mm-hmm. You grew up in the city. You've had a Marion's Pizza at some point in your life, and you loved it probably. It's just they, a couple times a year, I think, or like on the anniversary of their existence, mm-hmm. they go back to like the 1950 prices. They'll have a large pizza for oh, like, I do remember like $2, dollar something. Like it'd be super cheap line to line, be around the building <laughs> all day. But like you had that kind of love at, at your establishment, man. You should make a list, but sorry, you didn't. <laughs> Submarine House for me, man. I'm not. I've only had one Philly cheesesteak in my life. Mm-hmm. It's a funny story. Shout out to the homie Pat Hill. Pat Hill. We had this conversation DJing parties for him when I'm packing up that I had never had a Philly cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. He was going there for some business. He calls me Sunday while he in line. Like, bro, you want a cheesesteak? I'm in line. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, I'm, it's going to be three hours before I get it to you, but he's like, I got a little warm. I'm going to try to keep it as warm as I can. So I met him by UD, sat in the parking lot. It was still kind of warm. Really? And had my first Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> and I wasn't really that impressed. Oh. It, it, it was a good one. It was a three-hour three hour drive. <laughs> that's, my, that, that's what I'm trying to give them. It was maybe that ride. But the submarine house to that, like, I enjoy their submarine houses because – if you ever, I I even did the the challenge they do. Oh, the <laughs> yes, I I got to probably eighty percent of that thing down, and I couldn't I couldn't get that last that I last know, know, that know, last twelve whatever inches whatever that last sub was like, bro, I'm about to lose it. It's over. Yeah. Tap out, and I was hurting for probably six days. Never do it again. <laughs> I did that like three years ago, but. So that's my number two. Okay. And my number one spot, man, this is this is this is sacred to me. It's kind of pricey, so some of y'all might 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 go, but I enjoy this spot when I don't feel like driving to Papa Do's. It's a seafood spot in the Oregon called J Seafood. I heard of that. It's been around for a while. It's real like, you know, you want to come in some after five attire, you don't want to be that guy if you choose to, but it's Majority a white crowd, but mm-hmm. it's you know business casual on up. People coming there suited, you know whatever. But nice seafood spot, nice nice good meal where you don't have to drive far to get. And it's like on Sixth Street, I think. So it's not Oregon Fifth, but it's on the back right. side, back side of Oregon. Dope, dope, dope restaurant. So been there many times. There it is. So don't this mess up week, my spots. Yeah, man. don't blow up the spot. <laughs> this week's top five. Restaurants that you love to eat in Dayton slash Cleveland, man. Thanks yeah. to everybody. Always showing love on the pod. Make sure you send us your top five. If you got a top five you think is dope, you want us to rock out too, you can send it to you can't make this up podcast at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Social media at one Kev Nash and DJ underscore killer underscore Kev. Absolutely, man. There it is, man. Another one in the books, yo. 36, man. 36 of these things. 36. Jerome Bettis of this, this podcast man, shit. We rolling. <laughs> we rolling. We're going to figure out this holiday schedule, though. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and I got a dope-ass top five for next week. Yeah.
Very dope. We'll, we'll save that, yeah, but very yeah. dope. Tune in, tune in. Absolutely. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah.